0: Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to the 11th episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangihuya.
1: And I'm Jodie Clark.
0: If the audio sounds a bit different this ep, it's because Jodes and I are no longer in the same city. Uh, I, I feel heartbroken just saying that, Jodes. Um, it's only for the time being. We will discuss more on that later. Yep. We want to talk dick appointments in the era of self-ISO, mm. starting from scratch as one half of our joy has found herself, and ending with our regular listener question and spicy confession. Jodie Clark, what's up with you?
1: Well, first of all, I just want to welcome our fine, fine, good bitches to our very first Bicoastal episode. Coast to
0: coast, baby.
1: We're officially going interstate on these hosts because they're <laughs> on lockdown in Perth. So I'm mm. holding shit down in Sydney, working from home. But, yeah, it is super weird times, um, super up and down here. I've noticed a lot of police activity on the streets because, you know, I'm gone from a daily walk, from a mental health. Mm. And um, also, interestingly, Jules, a steady influx of corona and chill, Messages in my DMs, you know, which mm. is surely a sign of the times. So, I mean, but how are you going? You look like you're having way too much fun in isolation.
0: I am. I, uh, yeah. So I did decide to come back to Perth. We will be talking about that as our main topic. But your girl is hung, daddy. I am hung the fuck over. Who knew? Who knew? Quarantine was such, um, such a ratchet time. Um, I was on Zoom. Jodes, have you heard about Zoom?
1: I've heard a lot about Zoom, actually, but I haven't actually played around with it myself.
0: It is so much fun. So I was on Zoom. um, it's basically just like webcam chat, you know, to put it in very simple terms, but with all of you and your friends, and it's the quality is just so um so good. So, um, and you can choose different backgrounds and stuff. So we were playing drinking games for one of my friend's birthdays um, yesterday. I was on it from 11 a.m. until 1 a.m. on Zoom. I so know. I'm sure the creators were probably, were, were create, I'm sure the creators created it for, you know, business meetings, you know, executive calls. And here are me and my friends getting absolutely litty. Um, but, yes, as Jodes has uh, spoken about briefly, we are recording from opposite ends of the country, which means I am back in my parents' house, Jodes, and doing lots and lots of um, masturbating. What else is there to do in quarantine? I um,
1: mean, that, as you say, that must, that 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 masty in the childhood home really hits different.
0: It hits so different because <laughs> you start thinking about all those guys, you know, you're in a different location, so your different memories have been triggered. Um, and so thankful for, you know, two of our future sponsors, Pornhub <laughs> and Melissa. Um <laughs> But seriously, slide in if you guys want to do sponsor So Pornhub, um, Josie, you might have seen, we did post it on our Instagram at Goodbe Podcast. We did. Pornhub is giving away free premium access for an entire month. I'll say that again, free premium access, and you don't actually have to put your credit card details in. Um, so gen- I've been... Of it all. Sorry, Josie.
1: The generosity of it all, it, it warms my heart. It will, it, it's, in my heart, it's warming a lot of things, but
0: it's <laughs> the general. Your hand's exhausted and other things are getting warm. Um, and belissa.com, which I have mentioned in one of our previous uh, episodes, is my favourite porn site. And they are giving away free solo sex toys. So I did, uh, you know, enter the competition with the 11, 11 different email addresses I have. Mm-hmm. Still yet to hear from them. So I'm hopefully, you know, sexy underscore hottie69 gets a reply. But, Jodes, I, is it bad of me to pursue a dick appointment during these times? Um
1: well, like, I, I mean, just,
0: I'm thinking if it's going to be in a next six month situation, I want to, you know, I want a good stroke now. Um, But these boys better hurry the fuck up because, you know, I've missed one too many beauty appointments with everything being shut down. And I'm about to go from Princess Fiona to Shrek Fiona real fucking quick. What right, are your thoughts?
1: Is, it's like, I feel like maybe the first couple of weeks of this, you can get a couple of cheeky ones in.
0: But then mm-hmm.
1: it's like, okay, it's really getting rough. Um, you know, times are bleak. We're in lockdown. It's becoming increasingly hard um, to catch a decent nut when we're meant to be isolating. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of off it. I know you've got um, potentials in Perth, but I'm telling you, the situation Sydney here is is, is bleak. It's bleak oh my
0: goodness! Look, guys, people might be, you know, um, thinking that it's a bit inappropriate but just so everyone knows i won't let them spit in my mouth i am a hygienic gal (laughs) you know yes we can do raw we can fuck raw doggy but i will not let them spit in my mouth i do draw the line somewhere so Joe, it got me thinking when has been the worst time that you have pursued a dick appointment
1: that's an excellent question um well in a roundabout way and this is probably not the angle that you're thinking of, I'm talking in terms of timing. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like the worst time I pursued the D was actually straight after a breakup when I was in the thick of healing and yeah. I was super vulnerable. And when I look back, it was just so amateur of me to be chasing tail when I needed to just sit my ass at home and just actually fucking process. Cause I'd mm. broken up with my ex that day. And that night I was, I was chasing the D
0: We were underneath someone.
1: Yeah, when I needed to be healing and that was just I was doing the most and I, I paid the price for it. So yeah, that was a time when I should not have been pursuing any sort of dick appointment whatsoever.
0: And just out of complete curiosity, when you do go to uh you know, plan plan B that same evening, are you still thinking about your ex during that time or are you like so glad it's another face?
1: I think I was quite angry at that time,
0: so. Oh, I love angry sex, though.
1: Yeah, it, I was just, but I was more angry at my ex, so I was just being a bit, a bit toxic and just acting up, city girls acting up, if you will, mm. um, because I was pissed off with him, and I just, yeah, I kind of I, there was part of me that wanted to be a bit petty and move on very quickly, just to show him that I was over it.
0: Mm, mhm, mhm, yeah, well, I think my angle from this when I was um thinking about it before was, oh, I remember in Europe, so Ja is talking more so about the emotional side of things, I'm talking more so the actual like the physical side of things yeah. um being the worst i remember I was in Belgium and I went to a dick appointment and the next morning I had no idea where the fuck I was because I was in another country. It was like the first night of being in another country and in this town I've never been to. Um, I actually missed a flight to France because of a fucking dick appointment. Now that's not even the thing that breaks my heart, Joe. The thing that breaks my heart is when I fucking spend, you know, $100 on bloody you know, picking up the bottle of wine on the Ubers. Um, maybe I've gone to laser clinics the day before, so it's all adding up. Sure. And I get to these houses, and it's fucking. You know, they're rubbing the side of my thigh, being like, "Oh, does that feel good?" I'm like, "Well, that's <laughs> not where my clit is." Um, and it's slow missionary. Like, I just, I those dick appointments are the biggest letdowns. Do you agree?
1: It's, oh yeah, it's fucking lame, especially when you when you put in the work, like you. You really want to see that work. Like come yes. up the fuck through. Like that's just punish.
0: Oh, my gosh. Hey, let's go to a very, very quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to speak on main topic.
1: Amazing. But make sure you, wherever you're listening, whether it's Apple, Spotify, whatever you've got going on, um, make sure you're also following us on Instagram because we've we've got a lot of lols happening in this isolation time, don't we, Jill? And so make sure you're mm-hmm. following us at good b podcast and we'll be right back after this
0: all right guys um yes we have different mu- music just for today we're just seeing how things are, are feeling out during this time of quarantine aren't we jode so we please be patient very, with very
1: us raw very organic for you bitches
0: so I want to get deep for this main part I know that we are fucking hilarious people but I I was tossing up whether to talk about this wasn't I jokes because yeah it's something that did make me so emotional and I'm for some reason my ego is keeps stopping me from telling this story because it's a bit embarrassing Uh um so last Sunday um March 22nd um, I, along with the rest of Australia, was watching the 2pm press conference from our Prime Minister who said that all non-essential businesses would be shutting within the next 48 hours. I work in an industry that is technically non-essential and, yeah, it didn't take me very long to put two and two together. I was actually with Jodie at the time, wasn't I, Jodes? We
1: were, we were, and we were sitting in my lounge. we just finished recording.
0: Yeah. And um, yeah, it didn't take long for me to put two and two together to realize that my role would basically become redundant for the next few months. Um, So apart from that stress of where the fuck am I going to get money from? I live in Sydney. It's definitely not the cheapest place to live. Um, You know, and then uh, my mind started wondering to, well, shit, I can't stay in Sydney because both of my housemates still very much work from home and they're very busy. I live in a small you know Victorian house we live on top of each other it actually wouldn't be fair of me to just be lazing around you know in between their laptops every day um the gym was closing which I spent a lot of time at the gym and I just started panicking to the point where I said to Jodes I need to go I I, I just need to go and be at home in front of my computer and once this all came crashing down on me you know I remember calling my mum and this is going to make me emotional take your time. take your
1: time I remember
0: calling my mum And just saying to her like, I'm scared. Like there is no other way to describe what's happening at the moment. Is that you just go into this real when everything around you is so is such uncharted waters, Mm. you just go back to this childlike state, you, Jones, and you just I just kept saying to her like, I had no words, listeners. Excuse me let me just pull myself together, I had no words. All I could keep saying was, but, Mum, I'm scared. Like, I'm scared. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, this is a blip in my hot girl summer. (laughs) This was supposed to be my hot girl summer, and here I am. I'm on the first flight out going to live back at my parents' house. Sorry, I'm still Penguin. I do still live in Sydney. But, you know, to go back to my parents' house um, for who knows how long, Um, and I'm just completely completely starting again. And it's still, obviously it's still so raw for me. And I felt it's just emotions I haven't felt in years. Like I have never been this scared of what the fuck the future holds in years. So I I wanted to talk about this because, you know, I'm not the only Australian feeling this. I'm sure probably 80% of our listeners are feeling like this at the moment. So I just wanted to talk about, about today jokes starting again. And, you know, that quick sound effect of when you think you get up so high and fucking one press conference or one conversation changes your entire life. Um, So, Jodes, what do you have for me today, my love?
1: First of all, I'm so proud of you for opening up about that story, Jules, because it is important. It is super, you know, relatable and, you know, it's important that we don't you know, you've always said we never want to, you know, come from an ivory tower. We always we always want to keep it real on this podcast, and it has been a very testing time. And everyone's mm-hmm. with it differently. And, you know, it's, it's actually okay to just be surviving for a bit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and you're someone that's always so, you know, you're so Virgo, as I always say. <laughs> and for you to not be in a position of control, you know, it's probably being super scary for you as well because we are also out of control at the moment. So thank you so mm-hmm. much for sharing that. Um, I've been super up and down myself. I'm surp- I'm actually surprised at my emotional resilience um, because I've, I've, I've I have felt a lot of collective anxiety from this whole situation,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: also you know, just personally in my house, I'm currently the only one who is still employed it's put a lot of strain yeah on my network and you know my family and friends everyone around me has been affected to some degree so it, it, you know it, it is it is crazy who would have predicted this you know in yeah. january um so it is crazy and um you know it takes me back to when i first yeah, very different scenario, but in terms of, you know, starting again, where we all sort of are right now, you know, I did that when I moved from New Zealand to Sydney, you know, I moved from Auckland mm. to Sydney with nothing. I think I maybe had like a grand to my name. I didn't have a mm. lot of money. I had a suitcase of all, you know, just a handful of my favorite things. What I did find really interesting, Jules, is all the material things that I had to leave behind that I thought, you know, even things as lame as, you know, your favorite pair of jeans or Mm -hmm. your your favorite memento or something like that, everything that you think means so much to you when you don't have it, you don't actually care. All of that I didn't even miss. It's -hmm. it's bizarre. So, and I just started anew and now I have, you know, a whole new wardrobe full of new things and a bedroom full of new belongings. And, you know, I've just come so far, Mm -hmm. but it can be really scary when you don't have a network, when Mm -hmm. you don't have a lot of family over here. I do have my mum's side, but yeah, I didn't have a job when I moved over. And it can be really, really scary. And I think that it's such a regenerative time at the moment because everyone feels like they're starting from scratch, you know. A lot of people are losing their jobs and it's just
0: like... Mm-hmm. I think as well when yeah. the basic, our basic needs aren't being met, like, you know, especially when I was like, I don't know where the fuck to, I mean, not this is being a bit dramatic but And I said, I don't know where exactly to live. You know, when you don't have that income, you suddenly don't know where you should live. Like, these are basic human needs. So...
1: Absolutely.
0: You no, know, I think two weeks ago I was going to bottomless brunch and spending, like I said in the last episode, spending a hundred and ten dollars just in one sitting on fucking bread and wine. Um, and then to have you know, to be considering Centrelink and to be considering all of these things, like it just goes to show um it just goes to show how much your life can change. And I think this will this will change me for the better. You know, i definitely wake up now with a new appreciation on life I'm so I'm so lucky and I realize how privileged I am to be going back to my parents house and still have that you know I did get in between but sorry before the cutoff mm-hmm. um, so I feel for those people who are out here on their own and have been you know just made stood down re- redundant etc and don't have that that luxury of choosing and um, I, I'm excited though Joe's, I do want to kind of wrap this up on a high because I'm excited because the last time I felt like this was before I moved to Sydney when I was at such a low that I thought my life just can't get any worse, so fuck it, I might as well. Like I might as well move yeah. to Sydney. And only good things have come from that. So I think now with really starting from the bottom, as hard as that has been, especially did I think I would be, you know, 26 turning 27 and going back to mum and dad's? No. I thought I would be living my hot girl summer <laughs> all year long, which we still can, Jodes, can't we? So we really still can.
1: We can. Um, we can live a hot virtual summer.
0: <laughs> but uh-huh. hey let's you know once we love our humor it's what brings everyone together so let's end this main topic on our new segment when good bitches go bad so now that we are jobless bums yeah uh, we've been reminiscing about the times we probably should have legitimately lost our job so times where you, you look back and think fuck how the fuck did i get away with that just hit, hit me with your story my love
1: well, I mean, I think we've all done some really fuck shit at our. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it's it's funny. It's like now it's like we're actually close to losing our jobs, and I'm like, damn, I'm pretty, you know, pr- pretty grateful. But there mm. there are times when I should have bloody lost it before now. But um, I can definitely remember, a, a, you know, a time when I was working actually for a wine cellar. I will say, um, and- Ooh, it's the
0: devil's juice. I love it.
1: It was actually, honestly, one of the most fun jobs I've ever had in my life and it was sales and I just had an absolute ball with it. It was really fun. I was doing heaps of stand-up at the time and I worked in shifts. Mm. So I, if I wasn't selling the wine, I was doing my comedy and it was just a really fun time of my a life. cute
0: little captive audience for you, people who are buying wine who have to listen to all of your jokes. I love it. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, it definitely helped, you know, having humor because all, um, all you have, it was over the phone as well. So we all worked in a call center. Mm-hmm. So I've had all, all sorts of jobs. I am one versatile bitch. So <laughs> what we had was the strength of our voice. So absolutely, humor comes into it. You have to be charming as fuck when all you have mm-hmm. is, humor, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I was working for this company selling wine and I you know started seeing a guy that I worked with and we used to sneak back to my house because I lived just down the road during you know like our shift break and we would have sex
0: at my house
1: and then we would go back to work sometimes we were late sometimes we would roll up drunk Um, oh
0: my gosh did your boss say guys why are your clothes inside out back to front and why is all your hair messy
1: (laughs) well we were just like real stealth about it and um to be honest, sometimes when you're a bit lick it up, it makes you real brazen, and, and I'd fucking sell a lot of wine that night. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Look, mine's probably a bit more PG than you, but um... – you know, I just, I don't know how I used to do this, but I'd definitely pull an all-nighter. Shout out to Villa Nightclub in Perth. I'd pull an all-nighter um, and I would go in steaming hot from that night before. You know, I've still got the glittery blue eyeshadow on, etc. and I would bring my own um, yak bucket. So I don't know, if you're not a bogan like I am, like a vomit bin, I would bring a vomit bin, put it under the counter, and in between serving customers would like be power, vac- power yakking. That is um, a ratchet. I love it. But, I know. Thank goodness. I don't. I can't even remember if they had cameras in there. But hey, what is our GB tip of the week going to be?
1: <laughs> I've written, "Don't pull fuck shit stunts at your place." <laughs>
0: uh, Look, I was looking for job. a bit. Oh, like here I am being like I've lost my job, and Jodie's just writing all of these bloody, oh these comments. So I was well, I was going to think, and you know, after having that little cry to you guys, listeners. I think that I, you know, to really appreciate what you do have in that moment and there is a silver lining to every single day. And I know how fucking cliche that sounds, but now I'm waking up and I'm like in my warm sheets and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I feel so lucky. So things will look up for, for all of us, Australia. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm announcing <laughs> Um, and we will get through it. And yeah, I mean, having the podcast definitely helps. Um, Jode's any last kind of tips before we go to break?
1: I think it sounds cheesy, but I just feel like gratitude right now more than anything. Mm-hmm. 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 You know what I mean? If you've still got your job, like I'm, I'm still employed. You know, I don't. No one is in a position to feel super secure right now. I don't. I think I'm definitely safe for the interim, but. I mean, no one really feels super secure. Um, So I'm just actually trying to really bring in some gratitude for everything that I've still got during this time because I know a lot of people are struggling a lot more than I am. Mm -hmm. So just have gratitude for what you do have, whether that's a really supportive network, whether that's food in the fridge, Mm -hmm. um, whether that's you still got your job, or maybe it's a new start. Maybe it's the promise, as you said, Jules, of getting to actually wipe that slate clean. I know my flatmate, you know, he's been made redundant, right? Uh, mm. he's actually got a lot of hopes and dreams in a different industry and now he's like well you know what this actually puts me in a position where maybe I can actually chase those goals and really now I can just fuck off any of those excuses and say no I'm going to go in a new direction and try something new so you know mm. that that could be a silver lining as well.
0: Yeah I think as well um, it, this is to everyone I've spoken to and all my friends and in, including you Joe's, I would never especially when you're talking to someone like me who you know their life has kind of been put on its head please never apologize for your own mental health just because you might have you know a b or c d more than me yeah um, your concerns are completely valid completely valid so I just find that when lots of people talking to me they're like oh but you know I shouldn't complain I'm like no you should if that if you're you know it's a fucking weird time in the world and if you also feel like bursting out crying on a podcast to to thousands of people that's fine as well but please yeah please don't we all handle things different and you know we've all got different um sizes of problems it doesn't mean that they're less um less important than the next but (laughs) can you take us to break my love
1: Yeah, we definitely need to go to break. But make sure you've rated us five stars on Apple Podcasts by searching how to be a good bitch and following our Instagram at goodbepodcast. We want you guys to see all the lols and join us in the fun on there. And we'll be right back after this.
0: All right, guys, so I have got today's confession. So, Jodes, I might let you say the listener question, if that's okay.
1: Absolutely. Let's get into it. Now, I was really stoked when this one came through, Jules, because it was um, one of our American listeners. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Um, Didn't even know we had a bunch, but we did. (laughs) Um, And uh, this lovely lady is in quarantine. And she saw our post that, you know, I made a bit of a crack about, you know, Corona and chill DMs coming on through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she came through and said, look, um, my ex has reached out saying this whole Corona situation has really made him reflect on life. And he now wants to give us another try once we're out of quarantine. What do I do? I still love him. So. Okay. Over to you,
0: Jules. (laughs) (laughs) Look, yes, he's probably doing some self-reflecting because, you know, we have a a minimum of 14 days to think about our life when we are in quarantine, I being one of them. Um, I think being lonely and sitting within your thoughts, I don't think you – I think you're so lonely that you are keen to attach yourself to anything and anyone, Jules. I I think you really need to – I mean, it sounds like he just needs to be more comfortable within, um, you know, sitting on his own and, um, you know, having that reflection and just acknowledging it for what it was. Um, look, the fact that you've said you still love him, I would give this time a part, I would really kind of uh, cut the cord, so say, yeah. and I would have minimal contact because you need to think about it. It's really hard to fucking get over someone when they're blowing up your DMs. I, we know that firsthand, don't we, Jodes?
1: Yes, and we have, so I, we
0: have a GB tip for that, don't we, Jules? Which is block. Block. I block so fast. It's actually probably self. Um, yeah, it's not good for me. But we we block. Uh, uh you know, even if yeah. they say boo. The so, look, we're trying to be a bit um, diplomatic, shall we say, for this. Yeah. Because I understand what you're saying, but it, it. You know, he is reaching out because it's the loneliest time of his life. So I don't know. Do you, do you really want someone who's only reaching out to you now? Really, yeah. you know.
1: Why couldn't he have had this fucking earth-shattering realization, you know, before the world started to fucking end? Like, why couldn't he have had this fucking realization last August when you were fucking, you know, heartbroken and missing him? It's just, you know, he could be genuine. Some people, I'm not saying that people don't go through stuff and come to realizations. That happened. Mm okay I'm not you know and she said that to her ex she hasn't said anything bad about him maybe he's not a fuck boy maybe this is genuine but I just feel like with everything going on it's not really the time I feel like mm-hmm. both of you should just take a step back and then you know once you're out of quarantine why don't you grab that coffee and see how yeah. you feel but you don't want to invest yourself, right? Let's say she does entertain it. And then let's say they're out of quarantine and maybe he's had a change of heart because he realized he was in his feelings or feeling the impacts of this whole thing. It's like, it's just such a weird time. I would just hate for her to um, get her, you know, heartbroken again
0: completely agree completely agree so let's wait until quarantine and self-iso and all this is dying down and then you know when you are on um I know for me I'm I'm booking a bloody trip to Ibiza as soon as this is over and hoeing it the fuck up again you know when you are back in your prime um and you know feeling top of the world and if you are still missing him and do think that you love him when you're in a better headspace then yeah then we can talk coffee
1: Absolutely, and, you know, there's nothing to say that maybe he has had that realisation and you guys can take it back to step one and renew what was there. We're not saying that you can't. We're just saying peel it back, assess the current situation and just take a chill.
0: Mm, mm -hmm. Well, I hope that helps you, babe, and thank you so much for plugging us over in USA. USA and UK go fucking hard, can I just say? I think they (laughs) always... I think, uh, yeah, UK does better on Spotify. Anyway, the numbers were, we nearly fell over, didn't we, Joe? So please, yeah. shout out. Um, shout now out I'm going to, sorry, hon.
1: Shout out to our UK listeners. They're showing us a lot of love and with, with analytics. We, can, we see you. We
0: see you. We love you. <laughs> All right. You already know I'm busting in my seat to tell you this confession. And a yeah, lot of first today, Judy, confession. a lot of first. We yes. had our first ever male confession. Oh, so,
1: hello! Exciting.
0: and speaking of stats, I think I get DM, sorry, going a bit off topic here. I get DM'd every day. Unfortunately, not the good kind, but I get DM'd. No, actually the better kind from, um, yeah. from men who listen to us, Jodes, and write to me every day saying, whoa, what the hell? You guys are actually so hilarious. I can't believe I didn't listen to this sooner, et cetera. And can I just drop a fat statistic right here, right now? 25% of our listeners are male. So don't feel ashamed, boys. Send it around in, you know, in your DMs. Send it to all the other guys that you know. We're obviously tapping into a niche and we love you and we appreciate you. So yeah. let's shout get out into to this.
1: Those, con- shout out to those kings showing us love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, listener says, I was at my local pub on Friday night when one after work drink turned into 15 we, we know all about that, don't we, Jones? So, naturally, after about round seven, I slowly started making my way to the dance floor. After about 30 minutes of cutting shapes, shapes I noticed this girl's giving me the eyes and made my way through the crowd to bump and grind up on her. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> She was about roughly 15 years older than me, but very fo- foxy, nevertheless. We Who grab our drinks and head outside to the courtyard to chat. And after some flirty exchanges and hand-holding, we were soon making out in the alleyway next door. It's getting hot and heavy, and before I know it, she's on her knees pulling my pants down and taking me in her mouth. Oh, my gosh. I threw my head back in ecstasy. (laughs) I threw my head back in ecstasy and must have had my eyes closed for 10 seconds before her phone started ringing on the ground next to us on the screen it said fiance with a love heart it uh-huh. was then it was then that i looked down to her hand wrapped around my cock and there on the ring finger was a sparkly rock i came in her mouth immediately <laughs> Oh my gosh, you hoes, you are, I know you're a male, but you're a hoe and I fucking love it. We love them. Please keep them coming. DM us anytime. Joyce, why don't we wrap this thing up? I think Um, I might.
1: I'm sorry. I'm so breathless from that confession.
0: I weirdly think I, I I know I know of this listener and you know once again Jody has no idea who we talked okay. to and I'm pretty sure I know exactly the pub he was at. So, you know, maybe I'll start we'll we'll start hanging around the alleyways there, Jodes, once this is over.
1: Exactly. Post post ISO, you never know what could happen.
0: But guys, we are we are out. We will be in your ears next Tuesday morning. It will probably sound the same unless the government announces something drastic like non-essential businesses can go back on. Um, So thank you so much for your patience today. We know it's probably not the exact quality that Um, you're used to but jodes and i will be reunited once again in the future we promise please follow our ig at goodby podcast subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcast please rate and review us on apple podcasts we love you guys so much thank you for listening to me cry and we'll see you soon
1: love you guys see you soon